Hello, and welcome to the Sacred Ascent Podcast, a four-part series centered around understanding land management decisions between climbing groups and indigenous peoples. Over the course of this series, I'll investigate the tensions between the two groups, how decisions are made, and explore what results have stemmed from conversations and debates that have taken place over decades regarding how climbing should be dealt with. Thanks for joining us. To give more background on this project, let me first introduce myself. My name is Claudia Bierman. I'm a senior anthropology major at Whitman College, a small liberal arts school located in Walla Walla, a town in southeast Washington. Everything I know about being outside and outdoor recreation has come from my time at Whitman. My interest and knowledge about climbing, rafting, skiing has stemmed from friends on the outdoor program here. Through different outdoor pursuits, I've found a place in the community as well as learned an amazing amount about the local ecological issues, land use politics, and resource management. However, I've spent a lot of time questioning the land we recreate on. In a conversation with some climbers at a local climbing area, he referred to the land as his playground. This word, playground, instigated a year-long research project to understand how land has transitioned over decades as the recreation industry has boomed. I wanted to understand the different views of the playground mentality. What does this land represent? What is the significance to the original inhabitants? And what changes to access have been made? In simplest terms, I wanted to understand how land, and specifically sacred land, is mediated between Native Americans and climbers. I did not set up to find answers. I began this project in an attempt to complicate my own understanding, and now hopefully others, about land use and recreation. I'm not suggesting that there is an inherent conflict or dividing line between climbers and indigenous groups at all. Rather, this project investigates different case studies that explore the complicated relationships and decisions that have been made in order to allow indigenous groups to continue their practice and to continue to preserve their sacred spaces while also maintaining the level of access that climbers desire. We will deeply investigate the history behind three case studies. Twin Sisters in Southeast Washington, Spring Mountain in Northeast Oregon, and Castle Rocks in South Central Idaho. Each of these cases highlights the different ways climbing has been managed, decided, and the different levels of restrictions that have been imposed. As a disclaimer, I am not an expert. I gathered this information through interviews and archival research. However, these stories impact people in different ways. This is not capital T truth. I'm an anthropologist and not an investigative journalist. It's not my role to find answers, but rather to explore, to complicate, and to reveal the politics behind these events and bring them forward in a public anthropology form. I wanted to make this knowledge accessible through the format of this podcast. Our next episode will investigate our first case study. Twin Sisters Rock Formation at Wallula Gap in Southeast Washington. 
Thanks for joining us for this introduction to the Sacred Ascent. This episode features music from Pictures of the Floating World, all provided from Free Music Archives. I'd like to thank Professor Suzanne Morrissey for helping me at every turn along the way. And I would also like to acknowledge that the land that this podcast is recorded on rests on stolen land from the Cayuse, Walla Walla, and Umatilla peoples. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you in our next episode.